Hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of Career Carrots, a nutritious podcast where we get to discuss building your career, career tips, resources from the perspectives of a university student and a career professional. My name is Rob Kim. I'm bringing the career professional perspective. I currently work as a career strategist in the Faculty of Land and Food Systems, otherwise known as LFS, at the wonderful University of British Columbia. Hey, everyone. My name is Vivian, and I'm here to bring the student perspective to this podcast. I'm currently a fifth-year nutritional sciences student in the Faculty of LFS here at UBC, and I'm also a UBC WorkLearn student working as the LFS Mentorship Program Assistant in LFS Student Services. LFS Student Services is located in Macmillan 344. Come by. That's where you find academic advisors. That's where I am as well, along with our student engagement advisor and uh, even the person who oversees global resource systems. Uh, I just want to acknowledge that we are on the traditional and unceded territory of the Musqueam people. I think about our privilege learning on this land as guests on this land. And again, uh, this podcast is actually created from that opportunity um, because of the land. So we appreciate that. And Vivian, this is the fifth episode. So congratulations to anyone who's listened to all five besides you and me, maybe your mom. And um, we'll send you I don't you even pro- know if my mom has listened to all five. I'm going to be real right I, I now. Definitely, I definitely don't want my parents to listen to this. And um, yeah, maybe we'll send you a prize if you uh, can prove that you've listened to all five. I don't know. Why. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, part of it is, you know, we talk about different career resources. And I really think about, you know, self-advocacy. And again, there's so many different resources at any university, any organization that you're part of. And Really, it's sometimes taking the time to utilize those resources. So advocacy is something that I've been working on for myself. And really, to me, that's not reinventing the wheel and remembering, like, I don't have to do this on my own. So let's get you to recap maybe some resources, career resources that are available for UBC students uh, in general and even LFS students. Can you give me a few? I mean, the first one, this podcast. Yeah, this podcast, <laughs> Career Carrots, that's right, yeah. Um, But again, there's a lot of social media. So like the newsletter's Instagram for LFS students. The I LFS Newsletters, N-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-U-C-E, yes. I'm sure there are a lot of other UBC Instagram accounts with resources. Um, but there's also LinkedIn. I know the CSIC has a LinkedIn page that I follow and they post a lot of stuff, which is great. Um, but also, again, LFS US, the Undergraduate Society. I know they provide a lot of opportunities, but broadly, you know, there's career advising, mentorship all across the campus. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's all the digital resources out there, whether it's um, some YouTube channel videos, we have um, resume templates. And I, I, I'm a big user of like Instagram actually to kind of stay on top of different opportunities. So yeah, I do really like LFS US and their channel. And, um, and I also think about LinkedIn learning. You mentioned LinkedIn, like for 
current students at the University of British Columbia Vancouver campus, you can access LinkedIn. Have you used LinkedIn Learning at all? Um, just a little. What did you couple, learn I... about, like how to deal with a tough boss? Yeah, yeah. I they need how, a course. I need a course for that. Yeah, how, to, how to manage a uh, a weirdo boss or manager. managing managing up except your boss is just mean to you all the time yes yeah yeah how to deal <laughs> with a bullying manager yeah no yes. what, what what did you uh what did you use it was um well i didn't get very far i was like checking out one on excel because i was bored but i've like watched a couple about like communication speaking working well in the team stuff like that i remember a while ago they actually came out with like the top 10 yes, uh, LinkedIn yeah. learning. So I yeah. like, I was just scrolling through that list, I think. And I was checking it out because I also know, like, I know we have free LinkedIn learning, but I think it was also free during that month anyways. But yeah, like, they're, they'll release and... on LinkedIn certain courses that go free. I think any of the kind of human skills, communication, I want to be clear to everyone that I am not bullying Vivian. I don't want that to get out there like that. <laughs> um, just be because we were right, joking. just trying to cover it up Rob, well, no if we were joking i don't want someone like oh what, what's going on there um and yeah so but you know if you're like a student and you want to like if some if you're like in another program you're like i think i want to do some data science it's like well why not try a couple of the courses first that are free uh because if you find that you're like really even though it's hard that you're still coming back to it on your own that might be a higher indicator or predictor that Maybe that is something you want to shift in, uh, into, but I think of like, you know, the Excel courses are very applicable for a lot of the research courses you're taking, or just even in your classes, maybe you want to dabble in power BI, like there's a lot of different technical skills, but then also like really good uh, courses, um, around again, dealing with people, working with people. So yeah, I hope some of you can check that out it is a free resource but it's again hard to find that time to do that but you know i like you can also watch them in digestible chunks and just like netflix you can download chapters that you can on your commute when you're offline you can watch you know a five minute thing in the morning right so or you could watch them on two times speed <laughs> yeah do you like two times speed on a video i i, I gotta do 1.5 two two times is when i'm desperate trying to cram lectures in oh i just can't do it it just it just throws me off like the most I can go is 1. 1. 1.2 for podcasts because I feel like then this they still sound semi-normal. Uh, and then most, most like only Spotify does 1.2. A lot of places do 1.25. So I, I can do 1.25. But what, I've tried the two. People who do two, like, good for you. <laughs> it's hard. I, I, I can't hear. I can't listen to it. Um I, I did mention, oh, did I mention the career webinars that are also for free for all UBC students and alumni? So that's your typical traditional like career um, topics like resume, cover letter, uh, you know, LinkedIn, interview prep. Uh, I, I do probably one of those sessions a month. So sometimes you'll see me, but we have a great team of educators uh, who do that in, in Frankly, I think for some LFS students, it's good to go to those so you hear another voice, so you don't hear my bias, insane, ugly, boring, old voice over and over uh, again. And then, yeah, there's like, yeah, I mean, there's anything else that you can think of? 
I mean, I'm not too sure, but you're the career strategist here, Rob. Can you tell me anything else that you can think of? Yeah, actually, I got two more. So actually, so three is like I mentioned the career webinars and you mentioned LinkedIn Learning. Uh, number two, one that I think some students don't realize is uh, the employer engagement um, kind of events that happen. So there's a team at Central UBC that do employer engagement. So uh, they'll do something called, sometimes it'll be called office hours or they'll bring companies in that will talk about the company. So from uh, the summer, for instance, Walt Disney Animation Studios came in because they have a base in Vancouver. And so that was one of the larger ones. I think there were about hundreds, over hundred students came to that one during the summer. And then sometimes they'll do industry nights. We've done video games, fintech. Um, well, fintech's not doing very well right now. Um, and uh, virtual reality. So there's a whole bunch of things. So if you go to UBC Careers Online, and you can look up those sessions. So you'll see like some are specific, like sometimes it'll be just for accounting students, but like PwC, for instance, coming in, usually Deloitte, but you'll see like Fortis BC. So some companies that you might not be aware of that are actually looking for talented people, right? In, um, from UBC to um, to meet. So again, those are really interesting uh, ways to increase your knowledge of like what's out there. And then the last one is the career fairs. We, since the pandemic, um, the team that puts that on, they've been mostly online. So we've had the big one was the West Coast Career Fair. There'll be another version of that where it was actually working with like SFU and UVic to put on a big one. Uh, but really exciting. Uh, Thursday, October 6th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Robert H. Alumni Center, which is right by the nest there. Well, we have a really big UBC Career Fair. I think we have over almost 70 companies coming out. So that's, that's another one that people might not think about. And even um, doing the research on the type of companies that are there, again, go to careers online, you'll be able to see the different employers, and that can help you prep and you can kind of star them on your account as like, make sure you're keeping track of the ones that you want to see. Have you, have you been to a career fair? I have actually not Rob. Why not? No judgment there. I'm just asking like, uh, <laughs> Or I mean, maybe, maybe let's go again. even this. Like, what do you know about career fairs? Uh, I barely know anything. So I know it's just employers are going to be there. A lot of employers are going to be there. And I guess students just get the chance to meet, I don't know, would you call them like recruiters, representatives from these companies and learn more maybe about the jobs they're offering and what the company's looking for? I'm not too sure. I actually don't know a lot about career fairs at all. All right. That's good. Well, let's get you maybe to ask some questions right now. I mean, the first thing that would just come to mind is like, what can I expect to get out of attending a career fair? Money. No, um, you know, it just depends because again, you have all these companies coming and some are actually directly hiring. Other people are just like trying to um, you know, show up and represent their brand to also get people to be more aware or aware of the opportunity. So it can vary. And I think the difficulty sometimes is not clear to the student or participant. And so um, it does require you to kind of put yourself out there to kind of sometimes ask these questions or maybe even like get a contact to follow up on, right? So 
there, but there are some places where like literally like, Hey, yeah, if you have your resume, we will take it. The one, the way I view it, it's a great place to safely practice networking or just talking to strangers, which is for me personally, uh, the most challenging thing. Like when I do this sort of thing, I don't know how many times, you know, there, there's, for me, there's that awkward moment. You're just like, you just stop talking. And then in my head, like, what do you say something, right? Like, you know, just kind of <laughs> yeah. frozen. So I think, it, you know, you can get a lot of decent reps, but what I would do is, sorry, not what I would do. What I would suggest is you can approach this like, I don't know much. How can I do a little bit of research and then think about what strategies you're going to test out with these people to actually use this as a place to practice? Like, so imagine if, first year, second year, third year, you're attending these things over and over again. It doesn't mean you've solved like the networking secrets, but you can see how many reps you've gotten as opposed to suddenly imagine graduating after four years of university, you haven't practiced any of this or even practicing. How do you research these companies? What are the questions that are important to you? Like whatever that process is, I would, I love events on campus as a vehicle to test things out for myself, for my own career development. So what I'm getting is that it's going to be like a range of what these companies are going to be looking for. Like most, some of them could be very informational, just maybe trying to get their name out, but others would actually take your resume. So I'm assuming that I should come prepared with a resume or resumes to hand out? Yeah, I think there's a different things depending on how busy you are. If you're like, there's a few companies that you really like. So I, I think your brain works well in threes. So what you could do is, um, again, these are just strategies, okay? So you could say, hey, I'm going to look for three kind of industries, for instance, and I'm going to group three companies under each of those industries. And then maybe I'm going to create uh, just a cover letter that would actually work for that one industry, three companies, another, another, another. So I'm, what I'm doing is I'm practicing to develop a system where I can maybe create faster cover letters that are customized. And I'm going to use this vehicle as a way to force myself to do that because I know myself. If I don't have to do it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. So then you can go to these places and even if they're not accepting a resume, you can see maybe at the end of it, it's like, oh, by the way, I have my resume here. Can I leave this with you? Or are you, you know, can you have this on your file or these sort of things? Maybe they say no. Then I would then follow up with, uh, do you have an email? Because I would love to be able to connect with you later. Or again, I can share my resume there. Now, it's a little bit tricky because some of these places I might if you're lucky, you could go look at their website and see some of the jobs that they're that are available to be like addressing those ones. So you can see that probably the resume I'm going to come with is a, it might be more general because it's not addressing a role if there's no posting. But at the end of the day, I don't really care. I can make a mistake, but maybe my focus is how do I make an impression on these people? Right? Like how many other students are going to come with a resume with a cover letter ready to go i don't know it'd be interesting i but i would think it'd be not as high right mm -hmm. 
So like thinking about making an impression on people, like I know you mentioned, this is like a great opportunity to practice your networking, seeing how you approach people. Would you have any like tips, I guess, on how to make an impression on people? Because usually when I think about networking, like I know who I'm going to meet. So I like to look them up beforehand and connect with them. But obviously, like at most, I'm assuming we're only going to know what company is going to be there. And so when you approach this person, how would you even make an impression or like form a slightly, let's just say, deeper connection than another student or someone else? It's a great question. If you like when as you ask that question, Vivian, what are you actually trying to ask? Like, What's the response you're looking for? I guess I'm just wondering how I can stand out. Like if if this person comes here and they meet 50 students and all 50 of the us add them on LinkedIn, how would I come out of this day? And when I add them on LinkedIn, they go, okay, that's the person that like did X, Y, Z, said X, Y, Z. Like, how do I maybe make them remember me? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, there's the end of our podcast. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. So I I always want to say that, right? I don't know. So what I liked your question, you you asked your question again, and you said, how do I stand out? As opposed to before, like, what, what should I do? Do you have tips? Because it almost implies that there's a right way. So I like that how. And so what I would say to anyone is, Use your own personal context of how you're viewing this event and what it is that you want to try to test out or learn. Sometimes it can be very simple. Like I'm going to go and collect three brochures and that's it, right? Or I'm going to learn about this one company, blah, blah, blah. So it just depends on what you want to do. So um, in if it was like in your regard of like how, that would be an interesting experiment where I would say, okay, they're from they're there from 11 to 4. If I can go earlier, I think they probably have more energy. That might be a, a hypothesis I'm making. So I'm going to see if I I can target and talk to people earlier and make that a priority rather than later. I personally that's my own that's my own bias cuz I just think like you know, it's so cliche, the early bird gets the worm, but you know, more people are going to be there later. It's just the kind of human nature and you're going to be battling more people or trying to line up and these sort of things. So maybe I'm, if I can, in my schedule, I'm going to prioritize going early. See, that's just me testing something out. I like that you said, how could I stand out? So maybe I would say, I'm going to practice this one approach with three people. Then I'm going to do it again with three others. And then maybe again with three. So one way you can do it is maybe start with some companies that you don't care about as much where, you know, the pressure's off and you practice your approach with three companies. And then finally, later on, you're trying your approach with the company you care about. You can see that can backfire though too, right? Like maybe you're someone who like, well, if I think if I practice it more, it almost feels rehearsed. So I want to actually talk to that company I care about the most first, because then I'm not going to overthink it, right? So it just depends on, you know, the way you like learning and the way that you want to um, practice. But again, notice I'm using this vehicle, the career fair as a vehicle for me to, in this case, for me to test out how I network with people. But I will say something, Vivian, I bumped into a former student of mine, like I'm talking about, like I taught him in high school, like at a career, UBC career fair, I think in 2017. And we were talking and he's like, it's amazing 
or not amazing. It's like surprising to him that people talking to him don't realize like, hey, we might not be the ones hiring, but if we like you or you make an impression, because they're thinking like, is this someone I would want to work with, right? Or someone that'd be valuable to our team. And he's saying, it's just amazing how many students just like, don't say much or ask a few questions. It's all like, kind of like more like, are you hiring or like, do you, you know, where are the jobs? And he, he said that there's one student that day just talked to him and was asking questions and, you know, had a little bit of a conversation and he immediately like flagged that person, like this person. Now he could be wrong, but he's like, yeah, like sometimes it's taking time. Now you can't do that with some of the companies because it's, you know, going to be so busy. So it's again, what's that one thing? Like, what do you want to get out of it? So, you know, sometimes if I say I want to make a good impression on someone, that's a great experiment, but that's also like maybe asking too much. I'm just curious now, like how, how long do people stay at these things? How long do you think I should, if I go, how much time do you think I should like schedule in to be at this career fair for? Yeah, that's a great question. I would probably schedule at least half an hour to an hour because getting there, getting a bit of the lay of the land. But again, I, for me personally, I would be doing some of the research prior. So, okay, I'm identifying these are the three companies I want to talk to for these reasons. And what is it that I want? Because a lot of people, of course, want a job. So I don't want to say that it's a bad strategy. If someone just wants to start like, do you, are you hiring? Then that's your strategy. But just recognize that in the, it's a weird thing. Like sometimes like, even if they are hiring and you're that blunt, sometimes some people don't like that. It's just, you know, human beings are kind of strange that way. So, but I, I, I say it's like, figure out what your strategy is and what you think is going to work for you moving forward, but you still need to put yourself out there and test. Like really what I'm saying, Vivian, at the end of the day, personally, I don't, for students and alumni, I don't care what it is that you're doing. I just want you to try, but that's hard. And that does mean there's going to be maybe some embarrassment or maybe you will be unprofessional, whatever that means, right? Or make a mistake. And I recognize that, but uh, you know, I, I would rather me try these sort of things. So I'm getting some reps and learning from that for the next time. But that's uh, like, I mean, I, if you listen to all our podcasts, episodes, it's always a variation of what I say is like, that's hard to do. Just do it. It's hard to do. Like you need courage, go put yourself out. Those are all still the same things. And career first, just a different version of putting yourself out there. But what I would look at is again, frame is like, how do I maybe cut through the noise with all these other people at the competition in a small amount of time? And you can see that's why I might not go to, I got to make a good impression because that's a lot of pressure. Like if I knew how to make a good impression on people in like out of 50 in like one minute, oh man, I'd be rich. <laughs> now that doesn't mean I haven't tried it though, right? Or continue versions of that, whether I'm meeting people in a group for the first time or going to an event or networking, right? So it's it's really getting the reps because it, it is, if you've never been, it's up at the, you know, it's a beautiful building. It's a, you know, you go in up the stairs so you can feel like, what am I doing here? Do I belong? And the classic, you're going to see all these other students and alumni hustling and bustling. And you're like, I don't even know if I want to talk to this company, these sort of things. Like it's, it can be very overwhelming because the room is packed, right? With all the vendors and uh, the tables, uh, but definitely it's something that 
if it's offered up free to you, if you're available with your schedule, it's something that I would try to attend, especially because we, this is the first in-person career fair we've had since, um, you know, 2019. Okay. So thinking a lot about the prep, I know the CSIC is the one that runs the career fair, right? Yeah. The center for student involvement in careers. Yeah. So does this CSIC like offer any like workshops or resources or anything that like I can use beforehand? Like, am I just going to show up on the day and start cold with an employer or? Yeah. So they have some ask me booths on the day of, they have some floaters where you can ask like more like logistical questions, Uh, but you can still meet with any career advisors leading up to go over your resume, even ask contextual questions about a career fair. You know, we have resources too about how to prepare for a career fair. I just can't remember where they are right now, but I know that they're probably on a YouTube and I should have had that. Um, I didn't know you were going to ask me all these questions, but there there are some resources around that. So, uh, and then typically they will even have some informational kind of sessions leading up to the career fair. So yes, there are some things, but again, I would just think about focusing on maybe what's one thing you want to try out. So even if you're in first year, I think it's just great to kind of even go see it and go with a friend, right? Like you don't have to go by yourself, right? But it's a great way of, again, practicing because it's a, then thinking about like, this is similar to how you can go to conferences later, right? And, and again, network and, and different events at UBC as well. So it's a great way to kind of figure out, like sometimes you're lining up and how do you line up and get, you know, when it's your turn, like you what sort of questions can you ask real quick, right? That uh, maybe help you, but also maybe help them a little bit, understand a bit of you, right? But it is not easy. It is not easy. Yeah. Okay. So we, I guess we talked a little bit about the prep and the actual day, but after the career fair, is there anything additional I can do? Because right now I'm thinking maybe I'm going to add some of these people on LinkedIn. Follow-up messages, Would what else would you... Is there any other considerations I should have? Yeah, I like what you're already saying because not all students would necessarily think about trying to connect the LinkedIn. So that might be like, you know, the strategies more around thinking like, how do I keep this, maintain this connection? How do I keep this connection warm? Those sort of things. So I like that you're already thinking about LinkedIn. So, you know, it could be, I'm going to test how to do a follow-up that might lead to maybe having a conversation with them. But again, they're all very busy too, right? So maybe that's where you, you follow up. Hey, Vivian, this is great meeting you. Da, 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 da. We had talked about this. It, you know, I'm not going to assume that they're going to remember me, right? So that might be like you mentioned that, hey, to share my resume about this and I'm seeking these sort of roles. You said they weren't available right now. So I hope you can keep me in mind. Or maybe you're just asking something more that, is of value or some insight that you can get in the company that you couldn't find on the website. So typically frame like, Hey, met you really cool stuff. You're doing wondering if you have a piece of advice for a student like me, who's trying to switch into X, Y, Z, or, you know, what's a, what's a kind of challenge right now that you're facing in your sector. And you're just trying to get insight that will maybe help you when you're later on applying or writing a cover letter listen, I don't know. I really don't know. I think what the one is, again, think about just one thing that you're trying to do. And maybe that you're just even following, you're, you're testing out, this is my follow-up routine that I'm building. 
right? Whether it's interview, networking, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I mean, I want to maybe consider having a follow-up procedure in place because that might distinguish me a little bit more than the competition because we know that not everyone's doing a follow-up, mm-hmm. right? But I like you're already using the LinkedIn. That's a great way to connect, right? So we talked about resources. We talked about the career fair, and I hope some people listening can go check it out. And um, there's usually one kind of each term. Vivian, what's your takeaway from today? I mean, it was just really interesting to learn more about the career fair because I've never been, right? First and second year, I was too shy. And then third and fourth year, like it was online and it was, I don't know what's kind of happening with that. But I think one takeaway is that like, this just seems like a huge opportunity to test out, you know, networking strategies. How are you speaking with strangers? How do you approach people? And also like, I think one thing that I really like to bring into bringing into like networking scenarios, I guess, is like, you know, if it goes poorly, like these people probably never going to see me again. So, you know, like, you know, if I make a mistake, like they'll never see me again. So like, I feel like that kind of like softens the blow, I guess, of making a mistake. But yeah, I think this just seems like a big opportunity to maybe pick one or two things, test them out. And I feel like that's kind of how I've been able to maybe improve my speaking or my networking skills is just getting the reps in and then seeing what I would like to change in the future. I like that takeaway because you're talking about like the career fair is a big thing. So you're just like, hey, let's keep it small, right? Like one thing, right? So you're in your case approaching to the networking and, you know, building off of that, I constantly say in careers like you can't be what you can't see. So if you can't be what you can't see, You got to think about all the different ways that you can start seeing different careers that could be talking to people. We've talked about mentorship, going to webinar, career fair is another version of that podcast, right? Whatever it is. But again, this is a driver for helping you see the different types of companies or maybe things that you didn't even realize. So again, it could apply for any UBC student, but let's say an LFS, like, you know, we have like, Conrad, which is a consulting company, to like Labatt's, which like, you know, that's Anheuser-Busch with beverages, Mark Anthony groups there. Like, so there's like food groups and food science groups to like consulting businesses. And we haven't even touched up, like maybe you're like, I've never thought about working at a bank actually, right? You know, when we think about like, where is that connection again with agriculture where, well, I mean, there's divisions within all these banks about how they're funding agriculture, supporting farming, et cetera, right? Um, so RBC's there, Save on Foods. Stantec is very interesting consulting. If you're were thinking about environmental consulting, like that's interesting thing. And you, know, you have TD, TELUS, like so that we have some big companies, smaller companies, but there's always something different to learn for some of our applied animal biology students, right? We have the BC SPCA there, for instance, right? So I I would say like, go check it out. And it's an opportunity to understand. And, you know, going back to if you're a shy first year or second year person, well, if you're shy, it's okay to still go to this event and see it. So if you're like working up to it, maybe you don't talk to him, but you just go in and collect some brochures and take a look around. So the next time you're a little bit more comfortable, um, but yeah, I would really persuade, not persuade, suggest like, yeah, go check out a new experience. These are all new things for UBC students. We're building these things for you. And so we hope that you can engage and interact with them, 
even if you're not sure what they're about, just go in with like low expectations and and I think you'll learn at least one small thing from it. So Vivian, uh, you know, we've talked about a little bit of resources at UBC. Um, I don't know why I was kicking this around as like maybe a wrap up to this episode. I, I was thinking about if we were to take some food items at UBC, whether they're drinks or, you know, meals, I don't know, you know, maybe we have a game where we're going to try to make a lunch out of a whole bunch of items, like a draft almost like some people, if you're doing like a football draft or hockey draft. So I know you and me have informally surveyed some LFS US people and student services, and we have a whole list here. So I'm going to list off I'm going to read half of them and then you read half and our listeners won't remember all of them. But the goal here is we're going to select an item each for, let's say, what, five items for a meal, right? And then we'll maybe post it on our socials or we'll just um, figure out a way to share it where who has the best lunch. So we're using the parameters of, uh, of this game. Are you up for that? Wait, so if I select something, can yeah. you select it after me? No, it's gone. Oh boy. Yeah, it's like a draft, okay. okay? And you can go first too. So I'm going to read some of them. Uh, I'm going to butcher the pronunciations. Uh, strawberry acai bowl. From, is it I say it? Oh, how do you say that? Acai. Acai. That's what I want to say. I couldn't say it. I couldn't get it out. Strawberry acai bowl from Body Energy. Grilled cheese in any soup from Soup Market. Where's Soup Market? In the nest. I did not know that. Uh, PB&J smoothie. Clean whey creatine from Body Energy. Where's Body Energy again, too? What is it's it? um, across from Download Chicken. <laughs> These places. Oh, okay. Uh, granola and yogurt from Agora. I know where Agora is. Bottom of McMillan. Uh, Steve's Poke. Uh, London Fog from Blue Chip. London Fog, the drink? The drink. Or- is there a cookie? It, there's a drink. Okay, the drink. I wish they had a London Fog cookie. I think London Fog was invented in Canada. Anyway, London Fog from Blue Chip Cookie. And uh, it, is it hummus or hummus? I think it's pronounced hummus, right? Uh, I'm not sure. Hummus from Agora. Again, Agora Cafe, uh, student-run uh, cafe in McMillan. They do delicious things. And then vegan pasta salad from the grocery checkout. Do you want to read the rest of the list? Yeah. So garlic cheese bun from H Mart. H Mart is like the outskirts of UBC. We're going to accept that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the uh, pear and white chocolate scone from Great Dane. Cinnamon bun from Harvest. Deli chicken sandwich from the deli. Uh, oh, I'm going to kill the pronunciation on this. Chicken shish tawuk bowl from Jam Jar. Falafel bowl from Jam Jar. Marvelous cookie from Blue Chip. And a latte from JJ Bean. Just a latte. Latte from JJ Bean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to select five. Notice it doesn't necessarily have to work out to a lunch, but we're going to just say, hey, whose lunch is better? Okay. Okay. You get to go first. Okay. I, you know what? I, I know you love the deli chicken sandwich. If I was mean like you, Rob, I would pick that so you wouldn't. I'm just That's saying. So mean. But- <laughs> No, I'm going to I'm going to get the hummus from Agora. Okay, so let's highlight there. I am going to check uh, like pick, you know me well, the deli chicken sandwich from the deli. Everyone, the deli is undefeated. 
it's been at UBC since like what 1978. I think it's I think it's the longest food place at UBC. I, I just made that backed up. But the deli chicken sandwich on marble rye, toasted. Oh, it's the best. It's I've been that that thing's been bringing joy to students for you know 30, 40 years. I've actually never been to the deli. Are you serious? Okay, <laughs> podcast is over. Never. Are you, no, are you serious? Yeah, I've I've never. No judgments. No judgments. All right, Rob. That's what you can. I met the owner that. of the deli, uh, the deli, and uh, he's lovely. He's retired now. Anyway, okay. Interesting. You got to go there before you leave UBC. Okay. I will. I will. Yeah. Okay. Um, marvelous cookie. The marvelous Just cookie. Blue chip remains blue chip. undefeated. Yes, blue chip has been around for. I mean, they they changed. They went away from the name blue chip there for a while. They brought they it really? back. Really? I think so. I, again, I, <laughs> I could be making this up. Um, <laughs> okay, I got a sandwich. I'm gonna go with the. I like the falafel bowl bowl from Jam Jar. So even though I get two mains, like that's very satisfying. <laughs> And I love how I have no mains right now. Yeah. Here's a power uh, move for everyone. When you're on campus, you're going to meet somebody for lunch. You know how you waste a lot of time in line. It's very busy. Like order ahead to Jam Jar. You and your friend just come pick it up and boom, you're out of there. Anyway. You know what? I've never had the vegan pasta salad from grocery checkout, but I'm like intrigued. So I'm going to pick that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm loving, I love that you're like I've never had it but you picked it that's great that's I like that you're still willing you you do need to go eat that now to like report back to, I will I will yeah. I know I'm really sad that you took the cookie away from blue chip because that's like my favorite place on campus and no offense to whoever chose London fog like I don't want the drink from there I want the <laughs> I want the, I, the you know the smarties cookie or something like that so I'm going to go with um man the cinnamon bun from Harvest. Uh, oh, it's man. so good. So for that. those of you who don't know, Harvest is beside the Oak Collegium. Big tip, if you're there early in the morning, go there, buy a cinnamon bun because it's baked on the premises and it's like so fresh. It smells so good. Uh, so it's not like transported from somewhere. Uh, really highly recommend the cinnamon bun if you if you like that sort of sweet thing. But it's more the freshness too. Okay. Okay. Do I need actual food? Does vegan it's up to you. This is your lunch, and me? people are going to judge you on your lunch. Like, well, I can't even eat this much for lunch, Rob. Know. You know, I, do I have a drink in here? No, I don't. Okay, I'm going to get the London Fog from Blue Chip. Okay. Never had it before, but I've heard good things. I all right. I didn't know that was good for London Fog. Like, I usually get London Fog at um, Loaf. So I'm going to have to try the London phone. Problem is when I go to blue chip, I want a cookie. I don't want to spend more money on other things, right? That's true. Yeah. Okay. I don't want the smoothie, the PB&J. That feels like too heavy <laughs> to add. You sure you don't want that protein smoothie, Rob? What is this? My fourth one here? Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to get the latte from JJ Bean because I do want a drink in there. Okay. JJ Bean. And I think because this is probably LFS really, we're talking no, no, JJ Bean's right by uh, Rain or Shine there, right? Yes. <laughs> I had to think for a second. No, I haven't been to that. I haven't been inside there. I've seen it, but I haven't been there. Okay. How many more do I have? Two more? No, I think this is your last one. Are you serious? Yeah, right? You got, let's recap. 
you got a marvelous cookie. You got a vegan pasta salad. You got the hummus from Agora and you have a London fog from Blue Chip. That's four. No. Okay. I I have to make this count then. Why is this so hard? Okay. I I want the grilled cheese and any soup from Soup Market. Okay. That's yours. Go for it. Um, I'm going to finish with a favorite place of mine, but this it's not the favorite item for me there. Uh, at Great Dane. I love Great Dane. So, but it's the pear and white chocolate scone. I love their scones there. That's not my favorite scone, but it, this one will still do because I like anything from Great Dane. My, that's the one downside of working out at McMillan, Great Dane, so far away. It's like a real treat. What is your favorite item? Um, I don't know, actually. I like, um, what is it? Their, is it their cheese and green onion scone? One of their cheesy, I love, I'm a sucker for any cheese kind of scone. So, I forget what cheese scone they have there. Interesting. This is good. I don't even know. I don't even hesitate. If they have that anything cheese slash whatever scone, I'm buying that. Okay. To recap, everyone, you know, let us know. Email us. You're not going to email us. Put in the comments <laughs> when you see the link, Instagram post if we make one. Viv's lunch. You go ahead. Read it. What's your lunch? Okay. A grilled cheese and any soup from Soup Market. A London Fog from Blue Chip. Hummus from Agora, vegan pasta salad from grocery checkout, and a marvelous cookie. Yeah, that's okay. Better than it's yours. Better be- than not the best I, lunch because the best know, lunch I is just everybody. The deli chicken uh, sandwich go. just to spite you, Rob. No, no, here we go. I know. I, I was thought you would have. You missed that opportunity because I would have been upset. <laughs> um, you should have taken the deli chicken. So here's the other lunch, everyone, and you know this is the best one: uh, deli chicken sandwich from the deli, toasted, right? Uh, you can get a falafel ball from the jam jar. You can take the the, the you know leftovers home. Still tasty. Uh, the cinnamon bun from Harvest also good to eat at home later. And the latte from JJ Bean. Mm-mm-mm. And then yeah, just when you thought the deliciousness is ending, the great from Great Dane, the pear and white chocolate scone. Oh, I mean that. What what a lunch. Okay. Clear winner. Boo. Thanks, everyone. Like your two Thanks again. mains and your like again. two desserts. I just, there's just no spread there. Like, I don't know no, what it's, is you know, going yours on is, here. Yours is kind of like, like mm, yours is kind of boring, boring, boring. Yeah, whatever. Um, so anyway, you know, you don't even have like that much, you know, differences in taste and, and, and look, it's like a narrow range of like, I don't know, like tastes. I have like a little appetizer. You don't even have the, you don't even have like all the food groups. You don't even have all the um, flavors of like taste in there. I don't know what you're right? talking you don't about. Bitter, because you don't have like, don't first have of all, sweet. I have a little appetizer and I'm then you got like the vegan pasta salad and then you still have a grilled cheese. Yours is that you had the vegan pasta salad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. A- anyway, it's okay. It's okay. So thanks everyone for listening to us play this last game here. Just want to say thanks for listening to another episode of Career Carrots. and. Actually, we are going to take a hiatus, not a hiatus, like a mid-season break. So we are releasing five episodes and we're hoping to come back in the new year with another five. So again, thank you so much for listening to these episodes. And we hope that, um, again, you remember you can't be what you can't see. So again, go to a career fair, go talk to people, do some mentorship, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye-bye.
My lunch is better than VV leaves. No, it isn't. Bye. Mine's better. Bye. Career Carrots Season 2 is brought to you by the letter A. It's edited and produced by Vivian Lee, VV Lee. The intro music is provided by Missy D. Follow Career Carrots on Instagram. That's where you'll find all resources referred to in the podcast. Check the bio for the links. UBC's Career Center offers up free career advising as well as a host of great career webinars. Go to UBC Careers Online to sign up. Rob's Makeup and Hair by Rob and all opinions on the podcast are the co-hosts own and are not the views and opinions of UBC and the Faculty of Land and Food Systems. You can't be what you can't see. Career Carrots, signing off. Some curry carrots in my garden.